from the book of Daniel, chapter 9. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this calamity has come on us, yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our iniquity and giving attention to your truth. Therefore the Lord has kept the calamity in store and brought it on us. For the Lord our God is righteous with respect to all deeds which he has done. But we have not obeyed his voice. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. This morning we are continuing our study in the prophet Isaiah. We're ready for chapter 31, which is only like nine verses, so not very much to study for this week. Reason being is because, uh, well, normally I would do a couple of chapters when they're this short, but next week's chapter 32 and uh, 33, I kind of need to read them together, I'll put it that way. So 32 and 33 need to be read together so that chapter 34 can be read by itself. Now, chapter 31 is a continuation of this issue where God's people have rebelled. And the way in which they have rebelled is that they have turned away from seeking the Lord and trusting in God and have turned their trust towards human worldly institutions, namely Egypt. So we talked about this a lot last week. How they've put their trust in men. How they're putting their trust in Egypt rather than turning to God. And part of turning back to God is not just seeking him, but turning away from iniquity and back towards his ways. That's really kind of the way we position ourselves back to the Lord. We don't just go to we don't just get on our knees and seek him in prayer, which is extremely important. We also turn away from the world, turn away from sin. What, what, kind, what point is there to get on your knees and pray to the Lord and then go right back into being worldly? It's like those two things don't go hand in hand. The biggest crime here by the Israelites, well, it's twofold. It's one. Let me just read you the first verse from today. Let's start with that. Woe to those who go down to Egypt. Verse 1, chapter 31. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither do they seek the Lord. So see, they're going they're, in their minds. They're like, we're going to go to Egypt. We're going to seek uh, help from their military, their chariots, their horses, because they've got all this strength. So we talked about the the issue of them not turning to God, rather than, t- but they're turning to human institutions. But it's even worse than that. Because some of the commandments that they have re- that they received when they became set apart people for God, 
is that they would never return to Egypt. How about Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 16? But he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt. To the end that he should multiply horses, for as much as the Lord hath said unto you, you shall henceforth return no more that way. Deuteronomy 28:68 And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee thou shalt see it no more again and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen and no man shall buy you Jeremiah 2:18 And now what hast thou to do in the way of Egypt to drink the waters of Sihor? Or what hast thou to do in the way of Assyria to drink the waters of the river? They were never supposed to turn back to those places. So they're walking in disobedience. They're turning to idolatries, superstition, worldly institutions, and they are forsaking God. That is the problem being spoken here. So we're going to read Isaiah chapter 31, nine verses, uh, but we're also going to read chapter or Daniel. We're going to read 14 verses from chapter 9 out of the prophet Daniel. So open up your hearts and examine ourselves. Look in the mirror and examine ourselves, making sure that we're in the faith, which is commandment from the scriptures. And let's make sure we're not doing something similar. In our own hearts. Let's make, let's make sure we're not turning away from God and putting our trust in human institutions. Let's begin. Verse 1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses and trust in chariots, because they are many, and in horsemen, because they are very strong. But they do not look to the Holy One of Israel, nor seek the Lord. Yet he also is wise, and will bring disaster, and does not retract his words, but will rise against the house of evildoers, and against the help of the workers of iniquity. Now the Egyptians are men and not God, and their horses are flesh and not spirit. So the Lord will stretch out his hand, and he who helps will stumble, and he who has helped will fall, and all of them will come to an end together. For thus says the Lord to me, as the lion or the young lion growls over his prey, against which a band of shepherds is called out, and he will not be terrified at their voice, nor disturbed at their noise. So will the Lord of hosts come down to wage war on Mount Zion and on its hill. Like flying birds, so the Lord of hosts will protect Jerusalem. He will protect and deliver it, 
and he will pass over and rescue it. Return to him from whom you have deeply defected, O sons of Israel. For in that day every man will cast away his silver idols and his gold idols, which your sinful hands have made, for you as a sin. And the Assyrian will fall by the sword not of man, and the sword not of man will devour him. So he will not escape the sword, and his young men will become forced laborers. His rock will pass away because of panic, and his princes will be terrified at the standard, declares the Lord, whose fire is on Zion, and whose furnace is in Jerusalem. There's the nine verses. He's saying it's not going to work out. Because I, the, the Lord your God, am in an opposition to this behavior, and it's going to be cursed. Cast away your idols of silver and gold, which you yourselves have made. You see, the issue is, that, well, there's so many issues. They're not obeying God. They're trusting in worldly institutions. They've become idolaters. Verse 3 is, is so important. He says, the Egyptians are men, not God. Their horses are flesh, not spirit. That, I, think, I think that is a word for people today. Because everybody keeps looking for someone to rescue them. And I mentioned this last week. Oh, if we just get this presidential candidate. Look, God will appoint men to, you know, as a way to help and all those sort of things. But the focus is the return to God. And then he will provide leaders who show favor to his people. But if you're going to continue to put your faith and trust in the institution itself, he's going to allow the institution to continue to oppress you. Because you're not trusting in him, you're trusting in the thing, in the worldly thing. In men instead of God. In horses which are made of flesh instead of spirit. We have the same problem in the book of Daniel. So let's have a look at Daniel's prayer here. Chapter 9, verse 14 verses. Similar sin. We've come into all this trouble. All these bad things have come upon us. We're now slaves in Babylon, yet we have not turned from our ways and we have not turned back to the Lord. Right? I started the I opened the episode with that verse, verse 13 and 14. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this calamity has come on us. And yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from iniquity and giving attention to your truth. Therefore the Lord has kept the calamity in store and brought it on us. For the Lord our God is righteous with respect to all his deeds which he has done 
but we have not obeyed his voice. Let's read the whole 14 verses. Daniel chapter 9. Verse 1. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahorus, of Median descent, who was made king over the kingdom of the Chaldeans in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, observed in the books the numbers of the years, which was revealed as the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, the prophet, for the completion of the desolation of Jerusalem, namely seventy years. So I gave my attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Please note, so Daniel's recognized that he's on the cusp of prophecy. And he's turning his attention toward this. In many ways, we are in a similar situation where we're looking at the world and we're looking and we're thinking, man, we must be on the verge of some fulfillment here. This is what Daniel's going through. He's done the math. He's like, hey, Jeremiah prophesied it would be this many days. It's going to be 70 years. Here we are. We're at this point. So his attitude and his posture is we need to return to God. And that's really the call today to everyone listening. It's time to turn to God. He's been warning you through people for how long now? How long has he been gracious and merciful and patient and held back <laughs> the wickedness, the evil? Yes, it's, it's strong and powerful, but imagine if it wasn't restrained at all by God. If it was just let loose fully. He's been giving his people time to come to their senses wishing that none would perish, but that all would, re that all would turn to rep repentance. The writing's been on the wall for a long time. But at some point, there'll be no more time for warning. There'll be no more time for you to decide, hey, I guess this is real. I guess things really are coming to a head here. Verse 4, I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed and said, Alas, O Lord. The great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and loving kindness for those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned, committed iniquity, acted wickedly and rebelled, even turning aside from your commandments and ordinances. Moreover, we have not listened to your servants, the prophet, who spoke in your name to our king and our princes and our fathers and all the people of the land. Righteousness belongs to you, O Lord, but to us open shame. As it is this day to the men of Judah, the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all of Israel, those who are nearby and those who are far away and all the countries to which you have driven them, because of their unfaithful deeds 
which they have committed against you. Open shame belongs to us, O Lord, to our king, our princes, and our fathers, because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belong compassion and forgiveness, for we have rebelled against him, nor have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his teachings which he set before us through his servants the prophets. Indeed, all Israel has transgressed your law and turned aside, not obeying your voice, so the curse has been poured out on us, along with the oath which is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God. For we have sinned against him. Thus, he has confirmed his words which he had spoken against us and against our rulers who ruled us to bring us to bring on us great calamity for under the whole heaven there has not been done anything like what was done to Jerusalem as it is written in the law of Moses all this calamity has come on us yet we have not sought the favor of the Lord our God by turning from our iniquity and giving attention to your truth. Please note, what is the crime here that Daniel's pointing out? All this trouble has come upon us, but we have not responded by doing the right things. And here are the things you do. Seeking the favor of the Lord which is done by turning from iniquity and giving attention to his truth. So when there's calamity, when there's trouble, like what we're seeing in our own country right now, all of our countries, right? Just about, just about anybody listening at this point, your country's it's not going great. When calamity falls on us, we seek the favor of the Lord. And the way we seek the favor of the Lord is by turning away from our sinful behavior and giving attention and commitment to God's truth, which is found in God's word. Therefore, last verse I'm going to read, the Lord has kept the calamity in store and brought it on us. For the Lord our God is righteous with respect to all his deeds which he has done, but we have not obeyed his voice. That, my friends, is the end of our study for this morning. My prayer is that your trust is in him, that you're seeking him, that you're turning away from iniquity, from lawless behavior. And that your focus and your attention returns to his truth. Thank you for listening, friends. Thank you for those who support the podcast. Thank you for praying. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time. God bless.